Uh, my name is Bruce. I'm from the Chavisen Township, 11 kilometers away from Bronco Street, Pretoria East. Uh, we have an issue with our water, which is being contaminated. And uh, this water started uh, last year, October 2021. That is when we started to have uh, problems concerning our water. The municipality issue of our water completely, and it was on last week that they decided to bring back water on our tap. Unfortunately, what happened is that they brought in water that is filthy, filthy and very, very dirty, which is brown in color and it smells uh, uh, sewer. Uh, there was a pipe that uh, leaks sewer through to the purification plant and they throw that water to the township. So it, it was a very, very bad situation because Many of our people, including kids who are attending schools, have been taken to the hospital, Prokospray Hospital, due to the fact that they consumed that dirty water, which was uh, contaminated with sewer, and it was uh, coming out of our chest. So, Vusi, was this situation brought to the attention of uh, the authorities? And I, I, I don't know if you may be walking or standing outside in the wind, Vusi, because we're picking that up. Uh, but maybe you can just turn your back to wherever the wind is coming from. Uh, but, but in terms of uh, just reporting this, have you done so? And what has been the response? <clears throat> okay. There were local leaders in our community who try and went to the municipality offices to confirm on what's the problem that you are facing. So what they pick up is that uh, the purification plant which is located at this domain is an old plant that requires a new plant to be established. So they are waiting for the budget from the municipality to come and fix it. Then they started bringing in uh, water vessels that are carrying water through their tanks to the community. So that's what the reason uh, they received from the regional head from Region 7 in Bronco State Municipality that the plant is an old plant and it needs refurbishment because it can't con- uh, carry the capacity that the community needs water to be. So what is the situation right now? Where is the community getting water from right now? <clears throat> okay, since from... The time that we started to to demonstrate, to strike, and say that we want our water back from our pipe, that is when water started to come out. On Monday, we started to receive clean water. But only after the community demonstrated and, 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 and went to the municipality to fight and want water, that is when water came out from our taps. Before that, we had uh, water-carrying vehicles that we are bringing in water to the location, but they were few because uh, here at Retardation, we had four of those trucks delivering water to the community, which didn't even reach the capacity of the community because we've got many houses and many people that are staying there. So four trucks were not enough. So that uh, adds to the frustration that the community had concerning the water. And uh, just a final update with regard to those who were hospitalized, Vusi. Um, do you know uh, what that situation is? How many people have actually um, are still have been hospitalized and are still in hospital right now? <clears throat> Concerning the recovery issue, uh, we had three kids that went there to the hospital, but they were discharged later on. And we had some of the family members 
uh, on the local family members that went to doctors with their kids, and some of their kids have been transferred to the hospital and all those kinds of stuff. But everyone now, I think, is back. Well, Vusi, thank you so much for speaking to us there. A local resident at uh, Ritabiseng Township in Broncos, spread east of Pretoria, uh, telling us uh, what their actual uh, experience has been. So for more, we join now on the line by spokesperson for the city of Tuane, uh, Sipo Stierman. Sipo, good afternoon and uh, good to speak to you here on Updated Noon. Uh, good afternoon and thank you for, thanks for having me uh, on to your show. So, Sipo, let's pick up with uh, the tests uh, that were done on the water uh, from uh, the some of the areas in uh, the city of Tuane. Uh, Ritabi Seng, if we can start there, uh, the water was tested, and what was proven through that? All right. So, firstly, the city obviously was quite responsive uh, to the situation because when there were concerns that were raised uh, regarding the quality of water in Bronx Bay. Uh, over the weekend already, we sent our team to go to the area to test the water, and uh, the initial test found that the water was uh, clean. But then we did not leave it there. We sent a second batch of testing, and that included Ritabiseng and Rima Park, and that's when we found that uh, the water was uh, you know, discolored and was contaminated, and that's when uh, we sent out the alarm to the residents to say we believe uh, that um, the water that is reaching our residents, uh, that is in Richard saying, and Rima Park is not of, uh, you know, uh, up to the quality standards that are acceptable. And so we ask them to not uh, use the water or consume the water, you know, before it is boiled. And that uh, the city then uh, had began with a program of uh, issuing water tankers to ensure that uh, the community drinks uh, quality water that is safe for drinking. But uh, the one that's currently coming out of their taps, uh, we found that it is not safe. And while we're fixing the problem, we then advise the community to not consume the water. How long has the city been aware of water challenges in the Broncos Prate area of uh, Sipo? Look, I mean, this uh, particular issue we're talking about right now, it was raised to the city's attention, I think, sometime last week, and then we attended to it over the weekend. And uh, this is not a... Um, you know, a, a general picture of the water situation within that area because the test that we ran within our reservoirs, the test that we ran within our plants show that uh, the water there is up to standard, it is clean. So this demonstrates that uh, the issues are within the supply network, which we believe then must have been caused by vandalism. Hence now we have our teams that are going out uh, to look for vandalism and fixing incidents of vandalism on our infrastructure as we distribute the water. So how this works is that we have our reservoirs we have uh, our plant and we distribute the water. It goes to various uh, townships and locations. So you will have water networks going to Bronx Bay Town. You have uh, water networks going to Ritabiseng and Rima Park. So within those networks, if there's any vandalism or any uh, damage or infrastructure, that's when we can have then problems where perhaps uh, the water can be contaminated. And uh, now what we're doing is that we're fixing that network and uh, we're ensuring that those particular areas that are affected will then uh, receive clean water once we are done with flushing out uh, of uh, the pipes that uh, have been vandalized. So this is not a, a picture of the water situation in the area because our reservoirs are clean, but rather it's a, it's a selective uh, um, situation in the sense that uh, it is only affecting these uh, two areas that is sitting off. And we're not saying that it's acceptable, but it, 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 it's not an issue that uh, is of a large scale in the sense that uh, we have a problem with our reservoirs, but rather it's the network 
going to the two particular areas which we are attending to, and we expect by the end of this week we would have restored quality water to those residents. And what we're doing currently is ensuring that uh, there is a portable water in the form of uh, the truckers that we have ensured uh, are going to those communities to provide infringing water. Yeah, I think you were right the first time, uh, uh, Sipo. Even if it affected two people, in the city, two homes, it is a problem because you have a responsibility as the city to make sure that people actually receive water uh, that is fit for human consumption. But apart from that, also we spoke to um, uh, someone in Ritabi uh, saying, and he was saying to us that um, the community had to go out and protest before the situation was attended to. And you're saying that the city has been res- uh, very responsive. Responsive or reactive in this instance? Look, I think we were responsive in the sense that uh, when, it, when we were alerted of the problems, uh, we went and sent our teams uh, to test. Uh, and then and we were actually quite open because even over the weekend, I issued a statement uh, stating that we have our teams that were there on the ground testing and that initial testing did not find any problems and that we're going to do follow-up tests just to make sure that uh, uh, indeed uh, we get a correct picture. Uh, on uh, uh, the weekend, uh, the day, that is the Monday, we also communicated once we found some problems with the water. I think uh, the issue here was that communities expected a speedy response, but uh, for us to be able to take an informed decision uh, and ensure that uh, we, you know, we respond accordingly, we needed to wait for the test to tell us what the issue is. Um, and I, I think that period where we were waiting for the test to tell us what the problem was, the community then was frustrated because of obviously they had been receiving water that is not up to standard. And we do apologize for that uh, you know, period, uh, that waiting period that uh, the community had to endure. But on our side, we had to make sure that we understand the problem properly. And since now we've had the test and it told us of the problem with the water, we have then initiated uh, you know, plans to flush out uh, the, 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 the water pipes and ensure that uh, they, they are clean enough to carry through water that is of up to you know, quality standards that's acceptable for uh, residents to drink. But we do apologize for that uh, you know, period of time when we are waiting, awaiting the results. But it is necessary for us to understand the, the problem you know, comprehensively before we can respond and attend to it. And uh, just uh, finally, as we start to wrap this up, um, Sipo, um, the resident that we spoke to from Ritabi Seng, also spoke about aging infrastructure. And how is the city dealing with that particular issue? All right. So it so happens that tomorrow we are delivering the budget speech. And one of the biggest allocations in the budget speech that we're delivering tomorrow is going towards fixing our electricity and water infrastructure. We have allocated 1.2 billion because the city indeed does have a problem of aging infrastructure. We've identified this and we decided that in this particular financial year, 2022, 2023, we're going to prioritize it. Hence, uh, we have allocated in just one year 1.2 billion to refurbish and in fact rebuild some of the infrastructure that's been damaged. It's something that we've been, uh, you know, communicating about. We've had electricity issues in the city uh, and to a lesser degree, we've had some water issues and hence now we've identified this as issues that we need to you know, pull our resources towards. And I think our allocation of $1.2 billion just demonstrates our commitment to this cause. So definitely we do have issues of aging infrastructure, but we are attending to it.